magic to it. When I'm at Ramah, I am home. Hi everyone, my name is Tamara Kalner and I'm a student at the University of Maryland. I grew up attending Ramah Nayak for a few summers and then returned as a staff member and this would have been my fifth summer as a counselor at camp and I'd love to share some words of Torah with you. In this week's double parasha, Matot Maseh, the land of Israel is split up between the tribes. However, we read that two and a half of the tribes actually settled the land just east of the Jordan River, which is technically outside of the land. Two of the tribes, Reuven and God, chose to settle east of the Jordan, sparking debate with Moshe. Eventually, Moshe agreed conditionally to allow these two tribes to inherit land east of the Jordan, as long as they would help conquer the land of Israel along with the other tribes. When Moshe finally agrees to this, he also grants land east of the Jordan to the tribe of Menashe. And Moses gave unto them, even to the children of God and to the children of Reuven and unto the half-tribe of Menashe, the son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan. This effectively splits the tribe of Menashe, allotting half of them inside of the borders of the land and half of them east of the Jordan. The text just throws this detail in, giving no reasoning for Moshe's decision to split the tribe of Menashe. Why would Moshe, who desperately wanted to enter the land of Israel himself, encourage more of Bnei Yisrael to remain outside of the land? Ramban interprets that there was too much land for just two tribes east of the Jordan, and simply not enough land within the borders. So Moshe asked for volunteers to live east of the Jordan. The Netziv takes a different route, citing that many Torah scholars came out of the tribe of Menashe and thinks that Moshe sent some of them to ensure the laws of Torah were followed and interpreted correctly by the tribes of God and Reuven east of the Jordan. Another interpretation is that Moshe was worried about what would happen in the future to the members of God and Reuven if they were separated for so long outside of the land with no connection to the rest of Bnei Israel. Would these two tribes eventually form their own new identity separate from the rest? So Moshe created a bridge using the tribe of Menashe between those inside the land and those across the Jordan. Some may say these were the first shlichim to create relationships with those outside the land of Israel. This bridge that Moshe created using the tribe of Menashe addresses the emotional and spiritual gap that could have resulted from the geographical distance between the rest of the tribes. They were physically separated, but this enabled everyone to recognize that they were one nation. Today, we as a Ramah community and the Jewish community at large face a similar challenge. We are physically distanced, unable to be all together at camp, in shul, or even around a Shabbat table together. However, there are ways that we have begun to build bridges, just like Moshe did to close that gap. Whether it be attending camp sessions over Zoom, FaceTiming friends, or having outdoor distanced meals and services, 
we have worked together as one big community. I know that our community will be strengthened by the challenges presented over this Kites, and I think we can learn from Moshe to adapt to changing situations and work to find solutions that will accommodate everyone's needs and bring us all closer to one another. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom, and thank you for tuning in to Kol Ramah. If you're looking for more information about Camp Ramah overnight and day camps, Israel programs, year-round events, and virtual offerings, please visit our website at www.campramah.org. Thank mm-hmm. you.